Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Game Cola Podcast. This is podcast number 38. Somehow we've made it to 38. Uh, with me today are a whole ton of podcasters. We've got... Woo! Yeah, whoa! Uh, we've got Jillian Dingwall, uh, wait, alphabetical order, Paul Hanson, <laughs> Michael Gray returning again, uh, Christian Porter, uh, Michael Ridgway, and Nicolas Suprak. Everyone, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Jillian. I do the iPad and iPhone reviews for Game Cola. Well, I've done a few. Hi, I'm Paul Franz, and I'm Game Cola's editor in chief. Hi, I'm Michael Gray. I was Game Cola's reporter for E3, which I think we might talk about in this podcast. Do you count, Alex, or am I next? I don't go in the introduction. I don't go in the podcast. Oh, God. You have to start over. I'm Christian Porter, and I do Top of the Heap and Speak American. And uh, I'm Mike Ridgeway. I do Quantum Geek sometimes when I feel like it. <laughs> and I'm Nicholas Suprak, and I'm uh, Assistant Editor-in-Chief. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa, we have a new Assistant Editor-in-Chief? No, what happened to no, that? that's not true. Oh, Paul, no. you didn't tell us about that. Tell I printed out a business that. card. It's very official. <laughs> no. Well, I don't have an Assistant. I'm Editor-in-Chief, and everyone else is just very, very far below me. That's it. <laughs> Except Jetty, I like Jetty. Hey, I'm starting my own website, Game Cola Two. <laughs> well, there was a Zach Rich's carbonated video game news or something like that. Oh yeah, wasn't that fun? Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was the April Fool's Day joke that should have never been. I, that that can apply to pretty much all of our April Fool's jokes that we've ever done, though. <laughs> That's the April Fool's Day joke that led me to uh, signing Zach Rich up for like lesbian Jewish couples newsletters in Florida. Like, old lesbian Jewish people. Apparently they have a newsletter. And then he quit the website. Zach Rich? Oh yeah, Zach Rich Rich predates people in this episode. Zach Rich. Isn't that crazy? He used to work here? Yeah. Yeah. Until uh, sometime last year. Like 2007 to last year, I think. I think you're better off without him, knowing nothing about him. I miss Paul drives everyone uh, who loves him away. <laughs> Paul can drive? <laughs> Touche. So what are we doing here, Jetty? He can drive. He just can't find a parking spot when you're at the National Zoo in oh, D.C. Oh, oh, don't bring that up. <laughs> he made us walk two miles to the zoo. What? Two miles away. Do they not a lot? Nope. Paul, why didn't you take the Metro? I had a very good reason at the time. Someone's oh, <laughs> me. Okay, and we need to introduce Jetty. Jetty, this is Alex Jetta 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 Jedman, who is the uh, host of the podcast. Yeah, that's me. Ta-da! So we're at the podcast. Yeah, hooray! Oh, podcast. Okay, so uh, let's get this started. Paul, it was an amazing month for listener mail. It was. We we had like we had at least two letters. Um, at least I think there was discussion in the pre-podcast. There might have been three, but I think I might have lost one because I only have two. Really? Oh, well, hold on. I I got my my mail over here. I can go check. Didn't they email oh. it to you? They they well they email me. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, I definitely got three oh. emails. I have oh well I have an email from Sarah and an email from James. Hold on, I have Sarah. 
James and Sam. Sam? Oh, God. All right. Sam, well, Sam was the one with the website. Oh, man, I forgot to, I didn't put that in my Word document. Oh, oh, I feel well, like I such a it. jerk. Well, you can read the other two and I'll read this one. Or did you want to save that one for... Um, uh, you read it after I read the first two. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, oh, God. Podcast, Paul, podcast. podcast. Okay, Focus. I'm here. I'm focused. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Okay. Okay, wait, wait. Everyone put your hands into the center. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Podcast. 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 You should tell us okay, what we're going to yell beforehand. That was... Okay, we're going <laughs> to yell podcast on three. Okay. And then we already did it. So Our first good. letter is from Sarah, who says, Hey, guys, I've been listening to your podcasts for a while, about eight months, I think, and I love them. I'm one of about five or six girls in a gaming and animation class of 20. Yeah. It's an interesting class. Secretly, I feel bad for our teacher. I'm not really a first-person shooter person, but I enjoy playing adventure games and puzzle games. Uh, she goes on to ask a few questions that uh, we will probably be using as discussion topics later in the show, so I'll leave that for now. Uh, and then she finishes with, P.S. I love the Willie Beamish Let's Play series on YouTube, especially the part where Michael and Paul get stuck and keep dying. Because the cook kept turning around too fast. Great fun. Keep up the awesomeness. I don't know why anybody ever likes that. That was 40 I... minutes of us dying 50 times. I can't imagine that someone watched it. But that is oh. the most popular part of the entire series, is us dying over and over and over and over again. Maybe it's like Super Meat Boy. But there wasn't even a cool replay at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Sarah's email. I have another one here from James. So wait, 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 wait. We're doing viewer mail, or we're doing yeah. listener mail, and then we're not even answering the questions. Yeah. Is there a what's question? Up? I, I, we have oh, a we're, do, we're doing the questions later. Don't worry. But are you familiar with the format that that listener slash viewer mail is usually done in? It's like, look, hey, tell you, this I'm is a show in which we have discussion it, topics. It, 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 I'm going to be stealing their questions and using them as discussion topics. It's I'm okay. just throwing this out here. This is why you could use an assistant editor-in-chief. <laughs> Look, I think everyone should just realize that we got an email from a girl. Didn't we get emails from girls before, or was this the first one? This is the first one. Oh. I can only imagine. It must be the first. Women get emails from women, I assume. I don't check my game called the email, but I assume I am swimming. <laughs> it's the beard, for sure. I get emails from women all the time, uh, Russian women who want to date me. So, <laughs> but this is the first Game Cola podcast email from a girl. Our next email is from James, who says, Dear Game Cola podcast, it was nice to hear that I could contribute some Black Gary Bablam, whatever that may be, to the podcast. I'm hoping to see some new Star Fox at E3 because that series has gone untouched for quite some time. I also think that the iPod-esque controllers could prove to be somewhat cool, but I would like to see Nintendo go back to a somewhat more normal controller. Maybe they could set it up like a GBA so that there are solid buttons as well as a display screen to have menus and extras. But touchscreen controller would just be too difficult to be accurate with. Keep up the great work, James. Can I, can I comment on this? No. no, no having, <laughs> having watched the Nintendo thing today? Yes. Because... I've, I've been, you know, seeing, like, the initial talkings about of this, and I've, I've heard people controlling, uh, complaining about this new controller. First up, has everyone seen the new system Yeah. Wii U? I haven't. No. All right, I so saw, got, I've like, seen the controller, but the, the actual, call, like, I don't 
get it. Is there not a co- new console? It's just like this new uh, controller. Really console. It's a new console. Yeah. They didn't really talk about it. It looks like it looks like uh, the Wii. Um, but but more round. Powerful. Yeah. And then the the controller is basically a tablet PC with uh, some buttons on the side to use as a controller. I, I I understand what he's saying there with the um, Game Boy Advance remark, and you know that this reminds me of the using the the Game Boy Advance uh, with the connector thing for uh, the GameCube that they had. This is what Nintendo's doing. I'm back. Yeah, and that is totally what they're doing. <laughs> right. Thanks, Michael Gray. <laughs> Totally ruined it. No, um, I wasn't sure no, until he yelled no, that, that out. Exact same thing that I I thought of. It's um because they announced they announced four swords, right? Four swords for the DSi, right? And that immediately made me think of four swords, which is pretty much the exact same thing they're doing with their new controller. Well, that is yeah, what we're talking it, it about. It has right? that functionality, but it can do a lot more. So yeah. you're. You're probably going to see um, forays like into social gaming, um, where like you have interactivity with sites on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but more so, they're they've incorporated some motion controls, but they're they're innovating again because now the motion control field has gotten saturated. You've got Sony doing it, you've got Microsoft doing it, and Microsoft and Sony have had to invest a lot of money in this to actually produce something that's more accurate or interesting than Nintendo's motion control, but the fad is kind of running its course. And now Nintendo's moving on is like, hey, we're going to give you these extra screens and these extra uh, uh, points of view. So what they're doing is they're innovating again. So basically, their business. They want to keep making money. And they're innovating while it's cheap to do so, while people are going to be like, oh man, having all these different perspectives is great. Until, like, in three or four years, you're going to see, or maybe two or three, you're going to see Microsoft and Sony say, like, oh, hey, we've got this new controller that you can view from different angles, or, you know, we're going to have dual-screen consoles or whatever the hell they're going to do. But they're going to do it because Nintendo's going to do this, and it's going to be popular because they already have a huge install base with the Wii. And they're making everything backwards compatible, so you don't have to buy new. You can use Wii remotes. You can use the Wii Balance board. You can use all your old Wii crap, but with this new uh, HD system that's got this new functionality. And uh, Microsoft and Sony will catch up, and then Nintendo will do something new. And Nintendo will make oodles and oodles of money because they're freaking breaking the game that is the, uh, the the game industry competition market, whatever. They are killing it, killing it. I thought it looks pretty dumb. <laughs> I think your I Mr. G costume know. looks pretty dumb. Oh! oh. <laughs> that will not make any sense to anyone who's listening to this. His uh, his uh, avatar on Skype is a Mr. T costume. Really? I'm not seeing that. <laughs> I thought that was really Mr. T. I didn't know that was a costume. Wait, uh, is he in blackface? I might be. <laughs> 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 I'm going to have to take a picture of this and post it along with them. Hey, can we call this the podcast about blackface? Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> oh. Black Gary Bablam? <laughs> Couldn't they have just called it the Super Wii? Hey, what's the U stand for? It stands for uh, you. 
As in me? I figure, I figure it's like we as in all of us and then you as in you. Yeah, because that's what they yes. said originally about the we is that it was like us, <laughs> right? So they're just spelling it out like a 14-year-old boy on yep. AIM. Okay. I have the exact okay. Also, quote. Also, okay, give me a system with a good name that is done well. The Virtual Boy. Oh. Super yeah. Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> They took Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Hey, the Super Nintendo was a great I'd okay game. With, I'd be okay with Super Wii. <laughs> <laughs> yes, y- I'm yeah. saying you have stuff like Dreamcast and it fails horribly. Only the only the systems with crappy names do well. What about PlayStation? A crappy name. I think that's a great name. Mm. Crappy name. The station on which you play. <laughs> it makes sense it's, to me. Yeah. It's a little okay, too literal. Right, I think it's great now. What did you think of it when you heard it for the first time? When I was like seven, I thought it was awesome. Really? But I thought everything was awesome when I was seven, so I'm not sure if that's. Did anyone else notice uh, that in the press conference they opened it, uh, the discussion of this by saying that we know the Wii's name was really crappy at first, but it got better after you stopped thinking <laughs> about did. it. We hope I the same will that. happen with this one. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a great. That was pretty pitch. funny. If that's your opening. You probably should have thought of something else. <laughs> Before I was, I was hearing rumors like yesterday that the official name was going to be the Nintendo, just the Nintendo, and I think yeah, I yeah. actually would have preferred that now. Wow. Eh. Project Cafe. I heard it was going to be called. Sorry. What? I heard that it was going to be called Nintendo Nintendo. The Nintendo yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, hmm. that would have been amazing. I was really excited about that. TNN. That's so Inception. <laughs> the guy the Nintendo is Nintendo inside Nintendo. Works. Yo, dog! I heard you like Nintendo, so I put a Nintendo in your Nintendo, so you can Nintendo while you Nintendo. Actually, they did kind of put a Nintendo in our Nintendo, so we can Nintendo when we while we Nintendo. It. Oh my God! This is the Inception machine. <laughs> our next letter comes from Sam. Wong. Wong. Sam, who writes, "Hi guys, I'm working backwards through your podcast archive." which is literally brilliant, smiley face. I'm over in England and setting up podcasts for my own site, ProStreetGaming.com. But English people sound so dull on playback. Ha ha. I may try to fake an American accent. In your next podcast, I was hoping you could give me a shout-out and let me know what you think of my site and how I could approve on it. All the best, Sam at ProStreet. What do you think? Can we give ProStreetGaming.com a shout-out? You need to do it all in that chimney sweep accent you did for me earlier. Oh, oh, I can do that. I can do it. What's the name of the site again? <laughs> ProStreetGaming.com Pro, Pro Street Gaming? Yes. Pro Street? Alright, here we go. Hello, governor! This is Mark Ridgway from Game Cola. Just here to tell you about Pro Street Gaming. It's the tip-top site in England. Go check it out today, and then come see Game Cola. <laughs> tip tip cheerio should we all do ads for this <laughs> also it, th- this guy is using us as his model of what a good podcast yes. is <laughs> yes <laughs> that's just not right don't, oh open, don't broaden his horizons we need to be the best <laughs> to someone hey, hey we're, we're literally brilliant I mean come on I thought we were only figuratively brilliant, so this this is a step up. Also, I think it's uh, I think it's funny that he says he may try faking an American accent when that's what we do the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when Mike was was speaking in his incredibly phony 
uh, English accent there. Spoiler alert, that's actually what he sounds like. It's really it's bizarre. It's true, Governor. It's really true. I'm on his website right now. What do you think? It's not organized very well. Oh, ouch. How, well, how could yeah. he improve on it? Uh, organize it better. Constructive criticism. Very nice. white. Very white. Yeah, it is very white, and it's is it, is this just an Xbox site? Is that what this is? Xbox game reviews. Yeah, oh, that's all this is. Okay, huh, that's what it says. Um, personally, I'm I'm a little upset that they capitalized the B in Xbox. You it's want to not... capital X, lowercase B, capital O, <laughs> capital X. Well, there should be some zeros in there at least. I like the pro. Is it Pro Street? Pro Street. Yes. Pro it looks street. like one word. Yes. That's what we call the name of the street in our town where all the prostitutes hang out. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you should go to that street and find out if one has a gaming website. Yeah, because we'll be like one Saturday, you know, kind of bored, like six o'clock. Do you want to go have a drive down Pro Street? Whoa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, I do, I do have so. some, uh, some advice for this guy. I mean, he's got the home page here, and uh, I, you know, I, I'd suggest putting, you know, move some of the, the reviews or something like that, or have some type of, like, blog or something like that on the first page there so you can see what the site has yeah. to offer. I'm sorry, Jim Killian, I cut you off. I'm an asshole. We already knew that, though. I agree, I, I agree with that, though. No home page. Just go right yeah. into the blog. And pictures are your friend. More pictures. Yes. Just look yeah, at less white. It looks good, I think, though. It looks, I, I think it looks nice and clean. It doesn't look it terrible. Doesn't look it like looks like a, just, just a few tweaks. Yeah, yeah. If, if you click no, on the, the logo, uh, game review logo section, logo really maybe nice, that should actually, be like the main page you go to when you uh, visit the website without the home section entirely. Yeah, the logo looks great. Skip right into like a game reviews or blog thing. Um, screenshots, um, you know, comics. What, whatever you can get on there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not. Yeah, you're right. I'm not seeing any screenshots in the reviews. That's a must. Ooh. Yeah, no, that, no, that, that's that's always a plus. Um, yeah. He gave Cannon Lynch two dog days an 87. percent Which well, uh, this is a red flag for me right here. I think he either worked on this game or knows someone who worked on this game. I, Maybe I he meant be- it's 87 percent bad. <laughs> It also comes with an approved sticker. There's a really nice approved sticker at the bottom of this. We should steal this. Seven percent bad. That's we're changing. Yeah, I that. Like, that's that really cool. Let's just steal stuff from his website that we like. <laughs> <laughs> What's he gonna do about it? We've got the best podcast on the internet. Yeah, it's not like he's gonna listen to this. <laughs> Wait. Oh crap. Well, before we leave the listener feedback section of the show, which has taken off like what, like the first third of the show at this point. Um, I have one final uh, extremely self-indulgent comment uh, from YouTube, and self-indulgent in terms of me, not in terms of the poster. Uh, this is from LuigiFan33, who says, <clears throat> Don't worry, Paul. I watch your Earthbound videos. <laughs> he commented on my arg- article the other day, I think. LuigiFan something. Yeah, you know Luigi why I don't fan. watch your Earthbound videos, Paul? Because why? you disrespect the game. Well, just because I spend half the time talking about how I'm not having a lot of fun. <laughs> Is that is that so wrong? Uh oh. You're lucky I didn't remember that at your wedding. Otherwise, I don't know. Something terrible would have happened. Well, uh, I mean, I I, sh- I, mean, I shouldn't say that I wasn't having fun. It was more that 
uh, my my own personal bias against turn based combat. Everything else about the game was great, except the you know I didn't like the gameplay part. You know, everything about the game was great except for the game. Yeah, you know, you know I find like myself saying that games. about more and more games lately. Like, I really enjoyed playing this game except for the part where I actually had to, to push buttons and do things. That's how the Back to the Future game sort of is. Yeah? Yeah, the story's really good and it's pretty funny, but um, the the puzzles just aren't worthwhile. Oh. It's a little disappointing. They're, they're a little bit on the easy side. I still haven't gotten, gotten to uh, the second one yet. You should just wait till they all come out. I think the next one comes out. Yeah, that's this that's month. exactly the plan. I, the the third one just came out on PS3. I think the fourth one should be coming out shortly because the fifth one is coming out for PC soon. So hopefully we're gonna start catching up. Anyway, this ends the listener feedback section. Hey. So uh, thank you, Sam, James, and Sarah. Also, Luigi fan. Oh, him too. Yes. Yeah. Or her, potentially. Who has the first topic that we want to talk about today? E3, now that Michael is gone. I read did, a little bit about it. Did, did anything happen at E3 besides what Nintendo was talking about? Because all I saw in Microsoft was connect, 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 connect. And Sony yep. was pretty much just all about, uh, what, the move and 3D. Did I miss anything? Well, so did, also the, the PS Vita. That's their oh, new, that's uh, right. Oh, that's yeah. right. Their new handheld. Yeah. Anyone care? That's kind of interesting. Um, I mean, it's... It's, it's it's the PSP with like a touchscreen in the back. Well, here, do we remember what we predicted in the last podcast was going to happen at E3? Still no Final Fantasy VII HD next year. No, but you did get Final Fantasy thirteen too. Yeah, did- that's not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> now this touchscreen in the back. What is that touchscreen in the back going to be used for? Because I can only think of it as good for like a goosing sim or something. I really <laughs> see a real use for it. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Are you sure it's in the back? Yes, well, it's in the back. The, the front That's screen is weird. a touch screen, isn't it? And there's like a touch pad on the back. Something like that. Yeah. Oh. I was tuning in and out of the Sony thing last night. It just, uh, it really wasn't enough to keep my keep my attention for too long, you know? Yeah, I agree. I've, so I, far from E3, all I've really seen are bad games or good games that they're shoving motion controls in, which makes them bad games. I mean, it's I mean, I've seen some stuff that's interesting. Like I, I really like the new Assassin's Creed trailer, but bet as you can't wait to play like, it with motion I, controls. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I won't do that. But <laughs> like, I'm really excited to play the new Assassin's Creed. But uh, honestly, like. All these games, they've been teasing us with them for months. And we already know pretty much all there is to know about them. Now it's just like a new gameplay trailer. And honestly, it's... Yeah. I could care less about new gameplay demos. It's like, yeah, okay, you're playing the game. That there weren't any, like, real big, like, blockbuster announcements. Like, here's something you didn't already know about. Like, the biggest <laughs> announcement I've seen so far was Luigi's Mansion 2, which... Yeah. Luigi's um, Mansion so 2. I'm actually very excited about. <laughs> I was going to say... Did anyone yeah, like they, Luigi's Mansion? I'm excited for that, but yeah, Luigi's Mansion Two is about the only thing I can think of. Is like, oh, hey, that's coming out. I, I think I think it was kind of hurt by the fact the, the Nintendo's presentation, especially, was hurt by the fact that uh, it was the, the new console was leaked like months in advance. Like, if we did not know a new console was coming, or and we didn't know all the specifications about the controller already, oh. that would have been more interesting. 
Oh, they did. They did mention that there's a new um, Smash Brothers coming. Oh yeah, yeah. For the we didn't 3DS get to see, and you know, the Super Wii. The Wii U. No. I heard as well that the controller is like if you're playing the new Wii on your big TV, and then your mom comes in if you still live with your mom, and tells you that you've had enough gaming time and you need to go to your room. Uh, you can, like, transfer your game onto your controller so it then yes. becomes, like, you can take it away. I like that, <laughs> but then if you don't have a mum telling you that you've had enough gaming or you have a mum like mine who fights you for the Xbox, then you just got, like, a TV and then another little TV. Well, all right, well, here, here's the thing. First off, you can't, like, take it too far. It's not portable. But I'm okay. Say say your mom wants to play the Xbox, right? Yeah. So I'm guessing your Xbox is on is on a different input from the uh, Wii. You can yeah. leave the Wii on and transfer the the game to your to the to the pet to the controller, and then your mom can play Xbox. Okay. But you can't leave the room. I'm not, little... it, it probably has a decent radius. I'm just not sure what it is. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that like. I could play in the morning and then on my way to work continue playing. While you're driving? <laughs> yes. Sure. That's the way to do it. Get on a plane. I'm guessing this is probably going to have the radius of a Wii remote. Hmm. Thrilling uh, innovation. They, they have a decent... I think I'm going to uh, have to see it. I'm going to have to part? see it because I don't get it. Like I've been, I just don't get it. I think once I see it, I'll be like... I yeah, don't know, it's, maybe it'll it's be like really this. hard to describe without you know actually seeing it because it's really weird. Yeah. But it looks really fun. I think Nintendo really should have considered naming it the Y, because that's all I'm asking myself about is why. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Can we, all right, can we can we get past the name though? Because we did this like five years ago with the Wii. Like, oh, Wii, that's a stupid name. Oh. <laughs> well, one one of the biggest questions I have about it though is that the whole point of the Wii is that it promotes this multiplayer gaming thing. And now if you want to play multiplayer, you're probably going to have to pay like $1,300 for these huge expensive controllers for everyone, it looks like. Unless well, I don't get it. well, you can do that, but it seems like, it, I mean, it's going to be backwards compatible with all these all the Wii remotes. And one of the things they were telling is the fact that you can have asymmetrical multiplayer where you have, you know, one or two or three or how many people with Wii, remote, Wii remotes, and you can have a person... Uh, with the with the like the tablet controller controlling things that way, so I seriously doubt they're going to make those things are going to be expensive. Yeah, I seriously doubt there's really going to be a uh, they're really going to make a lot of games where uh, you're going to have to have multiples of those. But then, how are they going to make any money? First party software, as they do. Also, EA Sports looks like they like they're kind of creaming their jeans over this. Oh. I would like the record to show that Wii is still a stupid name. <laughs> here, here. Wii U, Wii U. Now I sort of like the name. <laughs> so, okay, did, uh, I didn't catch E3. Did Sony have anything to say about totally getting hexorsed? Nope. <laughs> they just avoided the topic altogether. <laughs> <laughs> they started they, it off yeah. saying they're sorry again, and that was about it. <laughs> did uh, 
Microsoft own up to hacking them just before E3 so that the uh, <laughs> it was all done on purpose, right? Did we just break that story? You heard it first on Game Cola Podcast. <laughs> Can we be sued for that? Here's what we do. Did Microsoft hack Sony right before E3? <laughs> I'm not saying they did. I just think it's interesting no one is asking these questions. Yes. We ask the hard-hitting <laughs> questions here at Game Cola Podcast. <laughs> it's not slander if you're not credible. <laughs> yes, but there is only one game cola. Is is that true actually? That there's only one game cola? Is is this a true statement? I don't know, Paul. Is it? To Google. I discovered on the internet the other day www.gamecola.cc this is an oh, actual internet that. website for a company in China oh my. who does is this your Chinese translations of mobile video games. Wow. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, look at their logo. It's got like a glass. No one drinks soda out of a glass. I'm going to click on the second option here. Oh, I can't read any of this. <laughs> Something happened in 2009. It looks serious. Wow. I I'm happy to say our logo looks better. Oh, yeah. My uh, LinkedIn profile wanted me to start following their company's page. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to just as a, as a joke, but uh, no. Nah. Wow. I'm just too uncomfortable with the idea. Prep for the lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it said that they've only been around since 2009. I think that's what uh, that said. And I think they might oh, have only is. adopted the name Game Cola recently. Oh. What? Assist. <laughs> After our podcast took off. This is an international <laughs> dispute. Can we, can we, uh, After the can we Beijing Olympics. And, uh, post first? What? Can we, can we hack into their website and post first on their uh, home screen? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was going to say, after the, the Beijing opening ceremony, I would just let them have it. Just let them have it. <laughs> they do They're going to kill us all. <laughs> I'm going to put this stuff into Babblefish and see what it tells me they're saying. <laughs> yes, let's learn about Game Cola. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> All these things that you never knew. Okay, full confession time. I, I'm also on their podcast. <laughs> Conflict of interest, maybe, but they really have their stuff together, guys. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I bet this is the work of David Donovan. What? That's where he's been all this time. That's why he's in China. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have to come back on the show to refute this statement. Otherwise, I'm just going to assume it's fact. Yeah. Let's make fun of him while he's not here to defend himself. What a dummy. You know, don't everybody, yeah, don't everybody rush to make fun of him at once. <laughs> okay, I, fi- I finally got the uh, their homepage here translated. Apparently, Babblefish doesn't work anymore, but I'm using Google Translate. Uh, Travel Cola Company was formally established in March 2009. Set mobile game development, operation sales as one of the high-end tech enterprises. In the formal establishment of the company's first three years, the tour coaxed studio in the form of the team that has focused on the development of mobile games, the development team. They're not very good at writing sentences. The team have more than four years developmental experience, is a highly competitive provider of mobile games, mobile game, 
and mobile game content, the formal establishment of the company, visit Coke, uphold integrity, innovation, efficiency, and people-oriented corporate philosophy. Like, I was Abby formed. What? I was going to say, were you just reading me the opening to Air Fortress? <laughs> According to Google Translate, this is what this is what the website is saying. Those bastards. Nothing about stealing from bomb. us. Don't even give us credit. So, so it's something for mobile games. Are you talking about video games or something like that? All right. Um, no. I will. I will be happy to move us on to the next topic. A reader, listener submitted topic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. This is this is one that I cut out from Sarah's email earlier. Sarah says, <clears throat> "What game console do you like the most? Not including PC games and emulators. I'd like to know because the most advanced gaming console I have besides my PC." is my GameCube, which isn't that bad, but games for it have become scarce. I'd kind of like to get another console soon. How can we advise Sarah? Oh, like, are, are we talking about current gen or, like, of all time? Super Nintendo. Oh, I'm going to assume current gen. Oh. Sorry. Uh, Nintendo DS. Hmm. Okay, okay, next topic. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it, it, Nintendo DS has a great <laughs> library. It's got... You know, it's got just about everything you could could want um, as far as genres go. You know, you have good puzzles, you have good RPGs, you have good uh, platforms, you have uh, even fun little shooters on there. Um, games are fairly cheap. You can get a, you can pick up a, you know, you can pick up a 3DS, you know, for uh, expensive, or you could just pick up like a, a DS Lite or something like that, pretty cheap nowadays. And uh, I mean, it's portable. It's got a good battery life. I mean, if she, it, it, it's, it's my first choice. Um, as far, I don't know what I'd recommend for consoles, cause I mean, I, I have a PS3 and I have a Wii. And it's like, well, I don't think I like it, either of them as much as I do the DS. The DS is pretty rad. As far as games go, I agree. The DS has a really good mix of games, and if handheld's good enough for you, DS, is probably the way to go. I hate all the hardware this console generation, and I begrudgingly throw my hat behind the Xbox, I guess. Only because it has a good amount of good games, if you don't mind it breaking but once a year. I, I like the Xbox um, for the reason that they've never compromised my credit card information. <laughs> I like that. I, I'm giving them some bonus points for that. because I, yeah, There's I not really I... much of a difference between the 360 and the PS3. Like, mm-hmm. There's some exclusives for each, but... Whichever one you want, I don't. There, there's not enough much of a difference for me to just. It's a follow-up yeah, on that. Yeah. I've, I've, I've long held that I, I'm positive that both the 360 and the PS3, I'm convinced they're they are the same exact thing, just with different casings and, and uh, user interfaces. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's right. a single difference between those two systems. You have the some only reason. Games, that's it. Yeah, the only reason I like the Xbox better is that Xbox Live, although you have to pay money for it, which I usually don't care for is a lot better made. There's a lot more features. Mm-hmm. That's it's true. a lot more robust, and that's, that's really awesome. the only thing. Yeah, I'd agree with that. All right, here, here, here I'm going to throw this out there. Um, what, what's the girl's name? Sarah. Sarah. Sarah? Okay, Sarah, all right. First off, <laughs> if you are okay with handhelds, just just get a DS. They're great. Yes. Um, if you want sort of, you know, maybe... Fun experience, but you know, maybe less refined games. Um, 
Basically, if you're okay with just playing awesome Nintendo games, get a Nintendo Wii. Um, you can also the Nintendo Wii does have the um, the uh, library of uh, WiiWare and old Nintendo games you can download, and that that's a, that's a plus. Soft um, it, put emulators on it. If you yeah, if you really uh, if you really like online play, go for an Xbox. Uh, if you want a Blu-ray player. Also, go for a PS3. And there can, I have, can I go for a little girl girl's view? No. Yes. Since she made it, since she's a girl, it might might be useful. I don't know, but sometimes, like if if you're like me, choosing a console is a matter of principle. So if you had a GameCube because you were a Nintendo child. I would say morally would be wrong to get a PlayStation. <laughs> what about ethically? Um, mm, ethically, also wrong, I'd say. Morally, ethically, physically, mentally, financially. Wow. If you if you like Nintendo, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't because it's the Nintendo's nemesis back in the day. It's it's it took everything away from Nintendo, left it with a shitty GameCube. No offense, there. I'm sure it's wonderful. And you know, um, yeah, so I would I wouldn't I would go for an Xbox. You could go for a Wii if you really want to stick with Nintendo, but Xbox is better. So Nintendo, I, I think world. Nintendo kind of got let themselves have their empire taken away because they they put out the N64, which was kind of a subpar system. And yeah. it left a lot of room that was for the uh, PlayStation to come and swoop in. Hey, Nathaniel joined the podcast. Right. Oh, yeah. hey, how are you guys doing? I didn't know you right. were in here. Yeah, Nathaniel, was... we actually have a question that is perfect for you. Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> of the current-gen systems, which should our friend Sarah purchase? Who's Sarah? Uh, she's a fan of the show. Oh, wait, we have fans of the show? This is really yeah. exciting. Well, I agree, apparently. Of the current gen systems, I would have to say GameCube. <laughs> she already has she one. Has that? She wants another one. She Why can't have two, game two GameCubes. <laughs> one should be. She doesn't want a Wii. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Well. Um. How about Game Boy Color? I hear those I are have pretty one popular. Did Nathaniel just step out of a time machine? What year <laughs> is this? I want to get in that time machine. Take me back. Uh, actually, I was just stopping by. My my time machine doesn't have a bathroom. Um, do you guys have a bathroom around here somewhere that I can use? <laughs> no. Yes. No. 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 Employees only. No. Just go outside. We have these. We have these plastic bags. If that helps. <sighs> I can't believe you guys. I'm getting back in my time machine. See you later. Hey, maybe I'll go to the future and I'll pick out a real, you know, next gen, current gen system, and still tell you to go buy a GameCube. So I'll go find my bathroom elsewhere. Thanks, guys, for nothing. Bye. Anytime. Bye. Wait, did he leave? <laughs> he left. <laughs> uh, so hell of a cameo. <laughs> uh, I would I would suggest um, putting morals aside. Um, if it's between the 360 and the PS3, just go with the one that's cheaper. That's what I would do. Another 360. <laughs> yeah, I think we're in consensus the, here. Uh, DS than 360. Less likely to break. Although, yeah, you, you 
be careful with your credit card. <laughs> well, jokes about PSN aside, I do very much appreciate the fact that it, the online gaming is free on PS3. And in fact, I don't have an Xbox Live Gold account specifically for that reason. So I can just play for free online on PS3 instead. It does hurt me every time I have to renew that because I'm such mm-hmm. a cheap bastard. Although I just saw the deal uh, for Mr. Poor Player's Paradise. It's like $2 for two months right now. For a Meh. Gold. <laughs> yeah, but they automatically renew it. Yeah. That's because I, I was like, oh, yeah, and then well, I'm never not... going to remember to cancel it, never. <laughs> and then they'll, they'll get me. They'll get me in the end. I might do that for my wife, but she, really, she only plays Uno. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch out about that. Aren't there, aren't there, like, people playing Strip Uno on there all the time? Yes, that's, actually, I have a story yeah, about like a that. Thing. <laughs> I have a story Strip about Uno? that. I was on Uno once, and I went into – my wife is laughing because she knows this uh, – <laughs> I went into like a lobby in Uno, and this I'm in there just waiting for the game to start. And the guy, right before he kicks me out, he says, "Sorry, man, I'm not here to play Uno. I'm here to play Puno." Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Like, wow, that's the saddest no. thing I've ever heard. You're gonna be here a while. How, how do you play so sort of Uno on the <laughs> Xbox? I'm, isn't that just you sitting alone in a room naked? I believe what happens is that's that depressing. you go into Uno. You'd find someone who looks like they might be a woman and say, show me your vagina. (laughs) How would they see said vagina? The cam. They have a camera on there. Oh, they put a cam. Oh, do they use the connector? It's camera enabled. Interesting. There's some sad people there. (laughs) I'm a a way to go renew my membership. (laughs) The poor Sarah should not get an Xbox 360 then, so she shouldn't have to deal with people like that. Well, she just needs to watch out if anyone asks her to play Puno. (laughs) (laughs) Say no. (laughs) It looks like a typo, but it's not. (laughs) Although morally, you could say yes. You guys, I'm back. You are all about this morally stuff, aren't you? (laughs) Hold on, what just happened? We, we lost the excitement, and I'm back from the future. Woo! And I have a solution to both my problem and Sarah's problem. This you see, I've, I've found the next generation of gaming consoles. And I've also not only found a bathroom, but an entire college that teaches you how <laughs> to use the bath. The Wii U. Oh. Uh, 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 we have a rim shot? Do we, is yeah, there a rim shot? Be gun. Oh, no. No. no rim shots for no. that. No, no, you just came here to ruin your podcast with that. That's all. (laughs) I get it. I liked it. So how about a new topic? Yeah, sure. Didn't Sarah Uh, have like five topics? uh, She had a couple more questions. You want me to to go through them? Sure. Sure. All right. Uh, Her second question was, what are some good puzzle games for the PC? Uh, Minesweeper. Oh, Oh, Benji, you should come here. Now, Benji's been playing a lot of puzzle games for the PC lately. Benji, come here. Benji, come here. Guest stars in this episode. Come here, Benji. Windows Emmy. Come here. Get it. That's a, come on. It's a joke. Is Benji his wife or like a dog? <laughs> We've made this joke before, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> here, Is Benji. Is she a talking dog? Hi, brother. Hi. That's something about the way Michael interacts with his wife. <laughs> Hey, Vanjie. Okay, we both talk to each other like we're the dog, because... That's how we talk to the dog. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It seeps into everything. So, there, uh, Sarah 
who is apparently a fan of the Game Cold podcast. Holy crap, right? Um, is wondering about good PC puzzle games. And you've been... Monkey Island. Well, there's that, yes. Monkey Island 2. Oh, curse it, Monkey Island. Just throwing that out there. And Are then... we talking... For my last yes. gamer girlfriend column, I've been spending a lot of time on Big Fish games lately playing their hidden puzzle games. And despite what I said in my last column, I may not have stopped. <laughs> I was wondering why you brought that laptop to my wedding. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. What, what, what are some of the good ones there, though? Well, the one I reviewed, Echoes of Sorrow, was actually a really good one. Um... Paul, have you played that yet? Yeah, I have actually. That was pretty good. Right? Yeah, I was I was pleasantly I felt, surprised. I felt kind I of gratified. It's like, wow, you played a game because of my review. Yeah, I did. It was a that was a pretty good one. Um, let me. This is this is is this my laptop or your laptop? This is my laptop. Our laptops are identical. Hang on. Aw, they have matching laptops. Didn't someone review a bathroom game? Some sort of Matt, bathroom don't think game? that's a Terra once. <laughs> wishes he hadn't. He hadn't. Oh, how he wishes he hadn't. We yeah, should that recommend a, that to her. That, that's a hentai game. Um, oh. Apparently <laughs> on the, uh, on the I, I, uh, closer scale of those. I, I couldn't muster up the courage to actually read that. There's there's yeah. too long of a warning, and I'm a baby. I don't like seeing porn. Uh, no, it's, uh, you're better off not. It's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, we had like three barriers of warning on that review, if I recall correctly. <laughs> Couldn't he just review the game and not show the poop images, or is that, no, that, is that no, much that's essential? Poop's oh, essential. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have my games uh, from Big Fish Games sorted by how much I liked them, and I've got about ten, maybe ten games in my really, really good folder. Um. The ones that I tended to like the most were the ones that, um, I should preface this by saying that, um, hidden object games aren't terribly complicated. You knock through them in about four hours. The plots are usually pretty simplistic. Um, they're kind of addictive, but that's just me. So you, you start to look for the ones that differentiate themselves by having really good mechanics and having really good stories. And, um, also they, they really have some very pretty art design too. Um, so the ones that I tended to find the most effective were the ones that made best use of mood and tone to end up being games that were actually really kind of spooky. Um, let's see. But I just like to click randomly on the screen. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they penalize you for that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, and you start coming up with criteria after a while. It's like if, if, too easy, if it's too easy to spot the objects, it's like pass. If it's so hard that my eyes hurt, pass. So you know, I, I end up looking for exactly that right degree of difficulty where it's challenging but not making me want to tear my eyes out. Um, the Puppet Show series, um, there's more than one game in that collection. I played The Lost Town, but that was a that was a really good, creepy one. Um, Stray Souls, a dollhouse story, was also really, really creepy. Um, there's one oh, there's one that's based on Edgar Allan Poe's The Black Cat. That was really good. I enjoyed that one a lot. That was very creepy. And I, I, you know, I like stuff that's literature-based. And actually, there's a fair bit of that. One of the other ones on my list of uh, good plays that had nothing to do with being scary was a hidden object version of The Great Gatsby. I had fun playing that game. Actually, didn't uh, Michael Gray just review one that was uh, about Pride and Prejudice also? No, that was a, that was like a dating sim or something. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. 
about to say, if that was a hidden oh. object one, I would have found that. Pride and Prejudice dating. <laughs> you would have found it. I get it. Oh. But, um, murder mysteries and horror stories tend to do really well with the hidden object genre. Because um, there's a lot of puzzle solving and sleuthing. And um, that can be a lot of fun. And if she's... Um... I haven't played any of these, but I know uh, GOG.com, GOG, Good Old Games. They um, they have a, a lot of the uh, sort of older points-and-click games, and you know they have a they have user ratings of them, and those are pretty cheap too. You know you can you can game on that site for a for a while on a budget. So she might want to post of Angie's crippling big fish addiction, which well, it's been expensive over time. Actually, uh, GOG has some free adventure games, too. I just played uh, an old one from, like, 1994 called uh, Teen Agent. I know they've had uh, some of the Tex Murphy games for free, too, if anyone likes those. Yeah, so, you know, that's a good site for to check out. Chips Beneath Beneath a Steel Steel Sky is also free on there. Well, that's a good one, too. There you have it. Yeah. It's our advice, I think. Yeah. It's good advice. Yeah, I, I I can deal with that. I can live with that. Sure, why not? Thanks, Angie. Um, Sarah had one more question. Do we want to go into it? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Sarah's third question. <clears throat> and this is just a random question. When something in a game happens that really frustrates you, how do you react? Do you drop kick the remote into the TV, or do you just sit there and ponder quantum physics to get your mind off of it? I do both. Ooh. I can answer this one. I just had this happen last night. So I'm concurrently playing Dragon Warrior 4 for the NES and Final Fantasy 3 for the DS, which is really confusing to me because I sort of gave up RPGs a long time ago and said I don't like them as much as I used to, but now I'm playing two of them that I'm enjoying. So I'm playing Dragon Warrior 4, which has a Final Fantasy 13 kind of battle system to it where you control the main character and everybody else in your party is a moron, and they just do whatever they want. And yes. after repeatedly demonstrating that, no, these enemies who can kill the entire party instantly are the ones you attack first, everybody consistently bashed on the stupid bat that makes people maybe fall asleep, and my party was wiped out. And this is something that continually happened. I needed to keep running up and down the dungeon and got really angry at my party. So when I get really frustrated at a game like that, I say, you know what? Forget it. You're all morons. I'm playing Final Fantasy III because I have complete control over all of my characters. So I went off and played Final Fantasy III, and I had all of, you know, I had the job system. I had a powerful geomancer, and I had a noble knight who could take all the damage and protect my, and, you know, I had a red mage who could do anything, and I had a dragoon who could jump into the air and be totally invulnerable to damage because he's not there on the battlefield, and then slammed down on things' heads. It was grand. And then I went into a boss battle and was wiped out in two turns because everybody needed to be a dragoon so that you can all jump out of the way so that you don't get killed in the first two turns. So then I got really angry and stopped playing video games altogether. So that's what I do when uh, I get frustrated at video games. That's not Final Fantasy 3. No, it's Final Fantasy 3. Oh, three. it's Final three, Fantasy 3. 3, 3, 3, 3. Not 6, 3. Oh, sorry. I'm I, I kick it old school. So, to me, Final Fantasy three will always be Final Fantasy three. I've also had a recent experience with uh, the game, the Lifeline, which I, dear God, am still playing. After God, I started first game Soul. so many months ago. Why are you I'm playing getting, Lifeline? I'm getting close to the end. I'm getting close to the end. It's actually really kind of annoying because the timer oh. in the game says that I've only been playing for nine hours. 
But that's just because I keep dying, like, a lot. So I've actually been playing it for, like, 600 hours or so. It's a great game. No, uh, I'm having a weird experience with this game. Normally, when I get frustrated with the game, I just say, well, that's a stupid game and stop playing. But with this game, I'm, I'm like, I'm actually seeing it as a challenge. Like, I will continue to shout at this poor woman until she hears what I'm trying to tell her to do. And then does, by the way, this is a voice-controlled video game. Uh, that might be important information. Um, that you have to tell the character what to do. And I, I, I'm just finding myself just keep pushing on and on and on and on and getting madder and madder and madder and madder until I finally push through and, and get to the next part and then start the whole process over again. I don't know why. I really want to play it just because it looks like the Troll 2 of video games. It's so bad. <laughs> I, I kind of want to do a Let's Play for it if I can figure out how. It might be yeah, it would be kind of odd as you have to like talk over yeah. the top of you. Like, yeah, I think I have like, separate microphones to do it. But then we'd miss out on hearing what you have to say, yeah. saying to the person, kind of. Not that we would probably really care that much, but. But yeah, normally I just give up when I get too frustrated and Ooh. play something else. Maybe trade the game away on Guzex or something. Yeah, I just swear and quit. <laughs> I think that's what most people do. Yeah, I mean, I, I I swear and I start talking to the game as if it is a sentient being trying to ruin my <laughs> happiness. It's like, oh. Oh, really? You had to do that game? Oh, 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 thank you, Rico. Thank you, Rico, for not covering me. God damn it, Rico! <laughs> I think that, yeah, I think that was Killzone 2. Because Killzone 2 is terrible. I got my game rage on last night. I get pretty angry. I'm not too bad anymore. But I used, I used to be really bad. But Portal 2, which I'm playing right now, um... Billy had played, my boyfriend had played that level already, so he was sitting watching me, very smug, never, ever, ever sit with someone who's playing Portal 2 if you've already played it before, because he was sitting there, like, arms folded, smug face, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not what you do, yeah, that's not what you do, and, yeah, I went a bit nuts. Banji says uh, she uh, starts crying and then asks me to do it, which coincidentally <laughs> is what happens to Paul most of the time, except that it's Paul crying and he asks Lizard to do it. Yeah, see, you think you're making things up, but <laughs> I know I'm not. This is the man. I, this, who... is, this has actually come up where I'll face like some sort of terrible like logic puzzle, and I'll have to ask Lizzo to come do it for me because it's too hard. <laughs> No, I know I'm not joking because you have admitted that you've had to have Lizzo go into GameStop and buy your girly games for you because you're ashamed or you're afraid or whatever. You could not expect me to buy Drama Queens myself? Come on. <laughs> Yikes. She puts up with a lot. So did the world end at your wedding? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> did have my wedding on Judgment Day and uh, none of us were, were taken away. What's that tell you? Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Not sure. So, uh, did we have any other uh, listener-suggested uh, uh, topics? How, how much time do we have? Uh, we're closing on none of the end, actually. Uh, we have we have one more from our friend James, um, but I think it might take more than five minutes to talk about, so maybe we can save it for the next episode. Uh, where was it? What is it? What? Uh, all right, yeah, I can go into it now if you want. Let's, let's, let's just hear it, and then we can decide. All right. Yeah. Um, 
James asks, on the next podcast, I think it would be fun to talk about games that are great to play despite the fact that one quality is so unimaginably unimaginably bad. For example, great gameplay, horrible story, great concept, horrible graphics, or anything like that. My favorite example of this is Sin and Punishment, star successor for the Wii, which has great gameplay but an absurdly bad story. True. Yeah, I know some games like... This might not be too popular, considering it was Game Cola's Game of the Year, but uh, Heavy Rain, Ugh. I think, was an awful... Well, no, maybe, I don't want to go as far as say awful, but not a good gameplay mechanic. Yeah, not a good gameplay like mechanic, because it. it's nothing but quick-time events. But it, it was an interesting mm-hmm. story. It was interesting to play. I didn't even think the story was good. I, like I know, the that's the problem. I, didn't like like saying, I, don't like, uh, I don't like air, because I can use it to metabolize, ox- or metabolize food. <laughs> But that's like saying it's supposed to be a kick in the nuts. Like, it's not good. <laughs> what do well, you I want? I mean, you can't get a kick in the nuts for being a kick in the nuts. <laughs> Fair enough. But it had good things around the kick in the nuts. It had a good storyline. Did it have a good story? Yeah, wait, isn't that, like, not what everyone else says? Again, it had an okay storyline mm-hmm. compared okay. Oh, to I... video games. I don't know. I thought okay. it was I thought it was a pretty good story up until the the major plot twist. Then it kind of fell apart for me. Yeah, I didn't like how the game was trying to actively frame that one guy. I don't want to give it away with who mm. with anything yeah. in case anyone hasn't played it. But there's one character in the game that it seems like the game is going out of its way to frame by hiding all sorts of incriminating evidence in his pockets without explaining mm. why the mm. evidence is in his pockets, mm. or he just wakes up randomly at the murder site. Yeah, yeah that, that was a bit of a. Um... That was a bit of a plot hole. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, things like that just bother me for some reason. Okay, maybe it wasn't a very good story. Maybe I <laughs> my, my standards... I, I did kind of get the impression that the developers weren't sure who the bad guy was going to be until they got to the <laughs> point where they started developing it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty... Uh, Vandy mentioned it was an intense game, and I, I agree with her. Well, it was, and that, another thing that sort of bothered me about that game is that they make this big thing that, like, while anything you do affects the outcome, like every choice you make has an effect. But, um, for example, there's that one scene where um, the the cop character's with his um, partner, and the partner starts beating up the psychologist guy, and you can either stop him or you can let him beat him up. But regardless of what you do, the ending to the scene is exactly the same, and it has no effect in the game other than one line in the next scene between the two of them. Like, so, even though it says there's all these significant effects you can have, none of them really panned out to anything. But you don't know, if Andy has made the point, you don't know what that's going to be. So, I mean, it's... I, I suppose that, maybe you're, that's not a game you're supposed to go back and play through, because the first time through, it's like, wow, there's, look at all Actually, these uh, possibilities, and I play through it again, and I'm like... I think I recall there, I'm sorry to cut you off, I think I recall there being an interview with the developer who, who I think he said that you, he doesn't want people to play it a second time. He <laughs> wants the story they, that you... They realize yeah. how linear it is. <laughs> <laughs> he said that, um, and I, I think I remember this correctly, he said that he wants the story that you play through initially to be the story for you, for that game. He thought you'd get the best experience that way. I, I don't... I thought Heavy Rain had a really good atmosphere. I'd go. I'd say that. Like I thought the atmosphere in Heavy Rain was nicely done. But, um, yeah. Beyond that, there was. Uh, what other What other games? Yeah. So Heavy Rain, a great game, except we didn't like the gameplay or the story. <laughs> no, no. What about I... Two Worlds? <laughs> Amazing facial hair, name. terrible dialogue, and grammar. <laughs> everything <and> else. <laughs> but so terrible. 
I had to. But it's did like borderline amazing. Definitely did. Uh-huh. It was voice actors and that and, and the things they were saying. <laughs> it was so bad. Such a bad game in every way. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I had, like I had kind of an enchanted arms where I liked oh. it because it was so bad. Uh, enchanted arms was so bad it was terrible. Like it's not even the so bad it was a good thing. Like. No, no, Enchanted Arms is one of the greatest games of this console generation. No, I, I, I can't abide by that comment, Paul. But... <laughs> they can they're... put that on the box of the Game of the Year edition if they want. <laughs> I still of... love the one plot twist that the, the the one gay character, very early in the game, he dies. Or you think he dies. But then he comes back at the end as the really tough guy that's been there the entire time. Yeah, You ruined it like... for me. Well, I'm doing what? you a favor. And, what is this? And, th- and then everyone's like, why didn't you tell us you were alive? And he was like, well, I, but I couldn't be tough if I was gay or something like that. I was like, this is the most offensive plot twist ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, I only played the first ten minutes. You mean this game gets more offensive to gays? <laughs> it does. Wait, what, what game is this? <laughs> Enchanted Arms. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it, why is it burning copies of this? It's a game about <laughs> literal <laughs> Enchanted <laughs> Arms. <laughs> The the gameplay in that game wasn't terrible, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It's like like based a- RPG turn based stuff. Yeah, it wasn't great, but I was able to get through it at least. I wasn't. I listened to other people's it. podcasts while I played it. <laughs> I played it. I absolutely played that game for the story and nothing else, and the one well, the dialogue. I don't know about you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is why nobody should ever buy something because I say it's good. <laughs> That's what makes me a great video game journalist. <laughs> <laughs> you can really trust me. Welcome to Game Cola. Best game of this generation. <laughs> well, not the. I can't think of too many games that fall into this category. Really, I like I straight up hate a game, or I can you know I liked it somewhat. Um, I'm sure there's examples of games with like awful graphics that are fun, despite that. Um, I mean, I, I bring this one up a lot. Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I just hate Final Fantasy VII all around. This is a hateful podcast. Well, I mean, like I was playing uh, Tactics Ogre recently <laughs> uh, for the PSP, the re-release. And that one's really good, except it gets to the point where you just have to grind. I hate games where you just have to grind and grind and grind. Like you yeah. can do pretty well for a while, but you know, midway through the game, it's like, okay, now the enemies are like double your level. Time to start grinding. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's fun, super duper fun. Uh, the, the only thing I can think of is uh, I'm not sure if anyone's played Banjo and Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Yeah, I'd say that. that's a I'd say that's a good game except for the controls because it always controls like Banjo is intoxicated as you're trying to drive around the car. Also, oh, it's uh, really buggy because I found I don't remember exactly what yeah. the bug was, but I figured out how to surf in the sky on random pieces <laughs> of wood, and I got to like the last level <laughs> when I was just starting the game. Uh, Banjo would up. like to like to say Grim Fandango. Because this is about the, it's, it's you know really great story and everything like that, but it's at that point where Lucas Arts switched like to the um, uh, like the Monkey Island Four oh. style of controlling, like where you have oh, like the Amen. adventure point and click game. It yeah. just doesn't control very well. I didn't know where you were going with that, but yes, I absolutely <laughs> agree. The control is terrible. Yep. Same thing can be said for Tales of Monkey Island. Yeah. And. All of Telltale's games since Tales of Monkey Island. 
Um, I can think of a game where I hate everything about it but one aspect. Um, <laughs> last year I played uh, Deadly Premonition, and I really, really enjoyed the parts where you're driving around in the car and your guy keeps talking to himself about 80s movies. I thought that was great. <laughs> what but sort of game like, was this? It was like a, I guess it was a survival horror kind of game. <laughs> I don't know. It's one. It's one of those games where you have to fight the nebulous darkness in order to do uh, whatever. But this, it just had this. But it had good eighties movies references. Talked to himself and got secret messages in his coffee and stuff. I thought of one. Fallout Brotherhood of Steel. Um, I love the Fallout games. This was basically like a top-down hack and slash game set in the Fallout universe. Um, it's. I mean, as far as, you know, Fallout game, as far as the Fallout name goes, it's kind of an affront to it, but I really had fun with it. <laughs> to be fair, I was also hopped up on painkillers while I was uh, playing it, because uh, this was um, after I got my wisdom teeth out. And fun story, right after getting my wisdom teeth out, I decided that I deserved a reward for being a trooper. So I went into, like, a, a GameStop in, like, the shopping center across the, uh, the highway, and uh, my mom was with, was with me. Um, and so I walk in, and I still like, got caught, caught my mouth, and I'm looking for a game, and I see this Brotherhood of Steel game, and it's only 20 bucks. I'm like, oh, I'll hurt her for <laughs> So I go up to the counter, and they're like, like, is that be all? I was like, yes, And, you know, I probably got, like, bloody drool, like, dribbling out of my mouth. I'm, I, I'm you know, still on cloud mine. I don't feel a thing. And, you know, my mom's in there behind me. This is, like, um, uh, my senior year of college. And uh, they look at her. He's like, is he all right? And he's like, yes, he, he just had his wisdom teeth out. He's fine. <laughs> and so, okay, they, they bring me up. And I'm like, rawr, rawr, rawr. And, you know, walk out, the car, walk out to the car. You know, I get home, and I start playing my game. And I enjoyed it. I played it a lot that week. <laughs> Were you still on Vicodin? If it was set anywhere else besides the Fallout universe, it'd be great. Just, I, I know as a Fallout fan, I'm not supposed to like it, but I kind of like it. The end. Great story. And on that note, is it, is it time to start wrapping up, Jetty? Yes, house cleaning, house cleaning. House cleaning, housekeeping. Housekeeping. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't even house know cleaning. why that's the term, to be honest. Can we can we come up with a better term? Face no. punching. Face punching. <laughs> face punching part of the podcast. <laughs> Let's punch some faces. Uh... Face punching, housekeeping, whatever you want to call it. Um, just a few things to go over before we end the show. You can follow Game Cola on Twitter. We're at Game Cola. You can also like us on Facebook. Just search for Game Cola there. You can check up, check out our YouTube channel. We're GC.net. The letters GC, the words dot and net. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes if you're not already, and if you are, uh, subscribe, rate, rate highly, and review. Say nice things. That'd be great. Um, and you can also check out our actual internet website, www.gamecola.net. That was .cc. Yeah, yeah, we do. It's brand new. We just got the domain from same, some Chinese company, and <laughs> really working out well for us. Yes, we're, we're expanding. And also... Going international. Sorry. Also, if you'd like to email the podcast to uh, just, you know, give us some feedback, tell us how wonderful we are, or... Suggest discussion topics, uh, which you might note we uh, took into consideration for pretty much the entire show this time. If you have discussion topics or whatever, email us at podcast at gamecola.net. Excellent. Excellent. Not as, not, not as speedy as I did last time. I'm sorry. 
Oh, that was good. Thanks. All right, well, uh, there was a good podcast. I think it turned out pretty yeah. well. Go podcast. We had a whole bunch of people here. Uh, let's see. Oh, we added Nathaniel Hoover, but we had, uh, was it eight in total, including Yeah, me? but I added nothing meaningful, so you can just ignore me. What about oh. your time machine? Well, it it's still here, but I'm oh. taking it back with me, so it won't be uh. here. Oh, uh, it's that property of Dame Cola. No. Paul doesn't even know about it. Shh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll go back in time so that you were never born, and therefore you can't find out about my time machine that I brought to the podcast that's here because you were born. I need to rethink this. <laughs> yeah, baby murder is never the best course of action. Or is it? Thanks. <laughs> I, I, uh. Where did you get that idea? that? What if Just that arranging that he was like? never born. That has oh. nothing to do with actual. Oh. Oh. Yeah. See, what's going to happen is uh, Nathaniel's going to go no. back in time. No. And, and no. Paul Franzen's no. mom. What? Is going to fall in love no. with. No. <laughs> oh my God! Nathaniel is Paul's father. <laughs> but but that's where the beard comes from. No. Wait. No. <laughs> Can we end the show now? I'm very uncomfortable. Okay, uh, thank you everyone for coming to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 38. Uh, thank you everyone. Everyone, say goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Yeah, this is Time machine! Yeah, I like the part where, where Mike Ridgeway is bleeding.